this episode of Sports Talk with Marcel. The latest NBA news and rumors, plus Russell Westbrook wants out of Houston. And I'll tell you who's a front runner to land him. I make my NFL Week 10 picks in What's Next for J.J. Watts of the Houston, Texas. After this NFL season, the latest MLB news and the MVP and Cy Young Awards winners have been announced. I'll tell you who took home the gold. A look at this Saturday games and college football, this day in sports history, and more right now on Sports Talk with Marcel. Welcome to the latest edition of Sports Talk with Marcel. Thank you guys for tuning in to another great episode. Thank you guys for the support. Have a great show lineup for you guys today. Have so much news. And speaking of news, it is it is rumors that Chris Paul is in trade is in is in is in the news. And it seems like the only team that's trying to get him is the Phoenix Suns. I don't know why, but it seems like that's the only team that's really interested. Earlier reports this week were saying that the LA's was in it, um, the Clippers was in it, um, but it seems like since those have died down, it seems like the Suns are really pushing for him. And I don't know, I, I'm just not sold on that. It will make them a good team, but it won't make them a contender. Because Phoenix Suns are already a good team. It will make them a little better, but it won't make them a contender. Top four, top five team. I don't think so. Of course, Chris Paul, to me personally, he's the greatest. Probably the greatest in my generation. I can't say greatest ever. The greatest in my generation as a leader. The guy, leader of every team he goes to. He was the leader of the Clippers. He, he He's the heartbeat of the Clippers. If you had the if I had to bet money, I feel like he's the best Clipper ever, in my opinion. He was the leader of that team. Chris Paul made that team relevant, brought that team back to the relevancy. And just like when he was with the Rockets, he was a leader. He was the reason they was going to get over the hump. But unfortunately, that injury set him out. Just like in Oklahoma City, was a leader to a lot of young players. No one expected that team to do much. No one expected that team to really win a lot of games. But as a leader, Chris Paul here was determined to get that team to at least the playoff. And he just did that. Took the Houston Rockets to seven games to beat that team. And that's all because of Chris Paul. The guy has a tremendous, tremendous leader. I would pick him any any day on my team. Him, and we have more other news about the James Harden still in the news about this Philadelphia trade. I did report, um, believe last week, of the um, James Harden going to Philly. Um, it's been rumors, and he came out and said it. He wants to finish his career with Houston Rockets. Everybody believe, and I do myself. He's untouchable. I I'm not sure if Houston wants to make that move. You got a good head, you got a good proven coach. I believe he's gonna be a good coach. Twenty years under Rick Carlisle, 
I believe he's going to be a good coach. We are speaking of Steven Salas. I believe he's going to be a tremendous coach. He's coming in, going to change a couple of things offense. Not sure Russell Westbrook going to be there. He he already said that before his 32nd birthday. I want out. He's not committed to being there. And that's exactly why. That's exactly what Dan Moore. That's exactly I wouldn't even say him because he's not there no more because he's with Philly. It seemed like he knew it. It seemed like he saw the writing on the wall. Dan Murray. I don't know if he stepped down and got fired. That's how that's how such a bad move that was for him to make that trade for Russell Westbrook. You make a trade for this guy, and he's not even committed to you after one year. Just horrible. I, I just I just knew it wasn't gonna work. You could play high school, you could play you could you could play ball in high school with your friend. But when it comes to the NBA, you you're gonna be very competitive, especially in the West. Very competitive, and it's about winning. It's about winning games, winning championships. That small ball, that small ball didn't work. It, it didn't work. It's, it's, it worked for the par- partial of the season, but it didn't work in the playoff. They, they Amari have doomed. He destroyed the Houston Rockets for the next five years. You trade Clint Capella. You trade Chris Paul. Those was your two pieces to get you over the hump. Now you trade for Russell Westbrook. He already knows. Everybody knows. Russell wants the ball in his hand. You cannot have two guys that wants the ball in their hand on the team. It's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. Okay. As the Houston Rockets navigate an offseason of major change, a new challenging challenge is emerging for the franchise. The uncertain of form MVP guards James Harden and Russell Westbrook on their future with the team told ESPN. In the wake of the part of head coach Mike D'Antoni, and general manager, general manager Daryl Murray, Harden and Westbrook have expressed concern about the direction of the franchise through direct conversations or discussions with their representative in the Rockets front office. Rockets owner Tim and Frietti recently promoted general manager Raphael, Raphael Stone and recent head coach Stephen and recent hire head coach Stephen Silas, that the franchise remains committed to field a contender while featuring two potentials, all-stars, and their primes. However, the concern expressed by the Harden and Westbrook, the Houston window is a contender could be closing, has left the organization fearful that the superstar's commitment to the remaining with the Rockets could be Wavering. Of course it is. Russell Westbrook already said he went out. What do you think he's going to do if he don't get it? You're going to pay the man that don't want to be there? I don't. That's not how it works in today's. One thing about today's NBA, people can go where they want to go, not care about being criticizing or taking the cheap road out. It's just how it is now. 
James Harden, he haven't said he he said it. I want to be here for the rest of my career. He just don't like the direction. I don't like the direction. I mean, do something about it. Why would you trade Clint Capella? Harden, 31, has been the all-star in all eight seasons since arriving in Houston. Win the MVP in 2017-18 season and finish them on the top three in voting. Top three in voting for other time, four other times in the past six, six years and claiming the NBA's past three scoring titles. He is uh, he has owned 131.5 million over the three over the three seasons remain on his multiple max contract. Including a 46, 40, $46.9 million player option in 2022. Westbrook, who turned 32 this past Thursday, is also on $131.5 million over the next three seasons and has a $46, 47000000 million player option. The same year James Harden, 2022. What a coincidence. He won the 2016-17 MVP and made his ninth All-Star appearance last season, which ended with Westbrook playing through rust and injury after rushing back from a stained right quad during his first round of the playoff. Both stars was consulted during the um, Raiders, I mean, uh, sorry, I'm thinking about football, Rockets coaching search, and were on board with hiring Salas. Sources say, that I mean, it's true. I always don't believe what you hear they say, but the sources say they was on board. Of course, they probably was on board, but they're not on board with the roster. That's We want the front office to do something about the roster because the small ball not going to work. And it have been proven it's not going to work. When you lose the Lakers 4-1, that shows you right there. Other news. My man Fred Van Fleet was interviewed on the Old Men in 3 podcast with J.J. Riddick. He made it known that his priorities with the teams comes to signing with his next team. He said, I'm just trying to get paid, man. <laughs> I'm not shy about it. I don't have to tell people that I'm, I value winning. Van Fleek said, Van Fleek has been a key piece of the Toronto Raptors' success in recent years, especially in the NBA championship run in 2019. After finishing out his final season of his two-year $18 million contract, he is now set to be a free agent for the very first time of his career. The guy is... A decent player, and I have um, and they and it's rumors that the Knicks looking to offer him a contract. One of the top free agencies in the class, and still just twenty six years old. Van Pleek may need to decide whether between whether he wants to play for a contender or earn a big payday. Getting both of these things is less likely due to the most contenders. Not having cap space, absolutely. I mean, he's not going to go to contender like I just said. The New York Knicks, someone else can make him some make it, make him a contender. If I was him, that's a good that's a good question. Where would he go? 
Philly sounding good. Philly sounding real good right now. Philly, he can go to Trailblazers, come off the bench. I, I believe he might want to be a starter. Whoever he goes to, he's going to be a starter. He continues saying, I'm not going to play hard to get. I'm not going to stack teams against each other. He continues. We'll see what the numbers look like when they come. And we'll try to make the, the best decisions. decision. After going on draft in the 2016 NBA draft, Van Fleek has been an excellent and lead and is deserving of a big pay raise. Over the over the nine million he earned last season, and twenty and nineteen and twenty and 2019-20 season, Van Fleet averaged seventeen point six points and six point six assists per game with a three ninety from deep. Um, one thing I had a question about these. Um, it's crazy. I seen. I see a lot of these teams unveiling these new city jerseys, and it's it's a good thing. But the NBA, I know what they do. We know I know what they do because they, and it's cool. It's fair. The NBA feel like they're gonna lose a lot of money from revenue from some teams. Fans not going to be there. You're trying to sell merch. Um, you're trying to sell new merch at that. So I've seen at least 10 teams new, new, new city jerseys. They look nice. But let's be honest. Would they really ram with no fans in the arena? Let's be honest. I just don't see that happen. I, would, I, don't, I don't see how NBA will wear jerseys you're trying to promote to an empty arena. Just don't make sense to me. Karan Butler. Another Miami Heat that was drafted by the Miami Heat. He's going to be assistant coach under Eric Spolsum. Um And that is your NBA news. This weekend, college football. I have a um, couple of games that are scheduled. And have a couple of games has been canceled or postponed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. It is kind of unfortunate that um, college athletes have to go through this. I'm starting to believe maybe they should have canceled the season because some reports saying some students, multiple Athletes of the team is catching it. Multiple staff is catching it. And it just seems like. When would this end? I kind of thought. It was. It was. Fair ground to play. Just in general. Of all sports. When you. The um, NFL and the college football I just wonder how would this affect any bowl games um, soon to be coming um, but a lot of key games was canceled Alabama LSU was canceled um, I believe Ohio State 
and I forgot the teenagers that was playing. Miami and Virginia is good to go. Indiana and Michigan State is good to go. We have USC, Arizona, and Notre Dame Fighting Irish go to Boston College. Northwestern play Purdue. And Oregon Ducks go against Washington State. Arkansas, Florida, and the nightcap is Wisconsin and Michigan. Um, those are slated to be played um, later on tonight, during the day rather. And it's just, it's just unfortunate. Clemson not playing either. It's just really unfortunate. It's just really unfortunate that um, I didn't expect this to happen. I didn't expect this to happen. Neither one of the NFL. It seemed like the MLB and the NBA did all right. Because some of those, um, it was either um, a limited, a limit of players and staff caught it, or it was none. And maybe I'm I'm starting to believe maybe they should think start thinking thinking about putting these games at a neutral site. That's college football news. In the world of baseball, we have some historic news. Um, this past week, the Miami Marlins have hired the first female GM. In MLB history, she goes by the name of Kim Nunn, and I see she have a tremendous history with multiple teams. So a big congrats to Miami Marlins and a big congrats to Kim Nunn. She become the first female GM in MLB history. The AL and NL MVP winners were announced. This past week, Jose Abera Breu of the Chicago White Sox and Freddie Freeman of the Atlanta Braves for the NL MVP. Trevor Breyer win the Sayana Award for the NL and Shane Beaver for the NL. Um, Free agent news is Marcus Stronum of the New York Mets have accepted a contract from them, so he'll be back with them. And that is all for the MLB news. This past Thursday, the Indianapolis Colts took down the Tennessee Titans 34-17. to Philip Rivers completed for 39-30 from completed 29-39. 301 yards passing and one touchdown. This was a very interesting game. Tennessee, pe- people, because Tennessee coming off a, a easy game against the Bears, and they came up to a divisional team that was, that didn't play, th- play last Sunday against the Ravens good, but they came out, they looked pretty good, they ran the ball, they got a couple first downs, converted on a couple first downs, and it just seemed like Tennessee had this game. And um, Phillip Rivers, like, I would say this about Phillip Rivers. Not a big fan of him. But this, I would say this was probably his best game I've seen him play in a while. 
he was he was just determined to win. Tennessee got outscored twenty one to nothing in the second half. They came out flat. It was um the punter kicked a seventeen yard punt, missed field goals, blocked the punt for touchdowns. It just seemed like Tennessee can do absolutely nothing in the second half. Not nothing if they wanted to. So, um, that division, it seemed like the goal was going to win that division. Um, just because of the, it's basically these two teams right here. Now, Tennessee, order to win that division, they have to win out. They, they next six, they have to win at least four out of their six. And out of that four out of six, they have to beat the Colts. So, they do play the Colts once again because they're in the division. Okay, my picks for this Sunday game. Houston go visit Cleveland. I would not pick the Houston. I don't know what it is with that Houston Texans team. I just don't know. But I see them losing this game. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. Washington football team. That's the reason why I'm not picking them. They're not that good at all. They're competitive, but just not that good. I'll pick the Lions to beat them. Tampa Bay and Carolina. Um, Carolina, I believe they have dropped their last three or four. And it was just said that Christian McCaffrey will not be playing. So that give them even a lesser chance of winning. I will take Tampa Bay to win this one. Division game. Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Giants. Philadelphia Eagles just coming off a bye. Their last game they played was against the Dallas Cowboys. But I just, for some reason, I do not believe the New York Giants are going to come out and play like they did last time they, they um, lost to the Philadelphia Eagles on that Thursday night. So I'm going to take the Giants to win over them. Jacksonville Jaguars, Venice, Green Bay. Green Bay, take the Green Bay to win that. Chargers and Miami. Tua and Justin Herbert, the matchup I've been waiting to see. And you already know who I'm riding with, my boy Justin Herbert. I'm going to take the Chargers just because of the defense. Um, because of the defense, and I feel like Justin will, will, will definitely come out and show that he's deserving of deserving of Rookie of the Year. I think he's Rookie of the Year. Denver and Las Vegas Raiders. This is just this a, this a kind of tough one. Games like this can be like, I would take the I would take the Raiders, but I wouldn't be surprised if they would be the midst of a division game. They know each other. They play two times a year every year. So I'm gonna take the Raiders to beat them. Seattle have to bounce back against the Rams. I'm gonna take them to beat the Rams. The Rams haven't shown me anything. They can they haven't shown me anything, but they are very good on defense. Another another version of the Bears, but they can score points. Um Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh looking to go 10 and 0, I believe. Yeah, 10 and 0. I think it's 9 0 or 10 and 0. I believe it's 9 and 0. Um, 9 and 0. Um, I think they will. Pittsburgh will beat Cincinnati. And San Francisco, New Orleans. San Francisco have a lot of injuries. There's no way. There's no way they win this game. I don't even think it's going to be close. And the nightcap for Sunday night is the Baltimore and New England. It should be a tremendous game. 
um, battle of the running quarterbacks. But I have to take Baltimore. I have to take Baltimore prime time. I will take Baltimore and Monday night to end week 10. The Minnesota Vikings visit the Chicago Bears. Now, I will say this. If this game wasn't on Monday night, I would not pick the Bears. I've seen Kirk Cousins is 0-9 on Monday night. And that's the only reason I'm not picking the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears. And they're going to end on week 10. Now, to this J.J. Watt situation. Um, J.J. Watt have been reported, no, have been said that he don't want to be part of a rebuild. And he is absolutely right. J.J. Watt is only 31. Been in the league for about almost close to 10 years now. Well, 10 years, going on 10 years. And it just seems like him and the organization is looking not going in the right direction. Now, J.J. Watt have been injury, been battling injuries for the past couple of years. Um, it been a pretty hard road for him um, as he do have a brother in Pittsburgh that is basically um, dominating like he used to dominate years ago. And it's just a sad story, to be honest. It really is. Um, but I think you have a little more left in the tank. I really believe you do. If, only if he can stay injury. I mean, only if he can stay healthy. I believe he do have a little in the tank. But I've seen some stats. This year so far, he only played eight games. And he only got four sacks. That's normally not of his rate because of last year, 2018 season, he only... He played all 16 games, and he got 16 sacks. No, did he? 16 sacks. Yeah, before that, I believe the year he was injured, he only played five games, no sacks at all. The year before that, he only played three games, a year in the, uh, 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 a sack and a half. So that just shows. Every year or two, he'll have a tremendous year. Then the next two years will be a down year. And so I feel like if he was with a contender, say like the Ravens, um, some can say that the Chiefs. What about the Bears? That's just a dream, but I just believe he he do have a little more left in the tank, and I think he, if he was um, thinking about leaving Houston, Texas, because he's the heart of that team. And I believe he, the only way he can get to that goal of what he wants is not a rebuilding team. And get to a championship because he seems like he have a desire to win. So we shall see. This have been my NFL week picks. We will see what will happen this coming Sunday.
Y'all know what time it is. This day in sports history. 1943, Chicago Bears Sid Luckman passed for seven touchdowns versus the New York Giants and went on to win 56 to 7. This day in sports history. 1966, Muhammad Ali TKOs Cleveland Williams in three rounds for the heavyweight title. This day in sports history. 1989, Padres reliever Mark Davis wins the NL Cy Young Award. This has been This Day in Sports History. That will do it for this episode of Sports Talk with Marcel. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed it much, as much as I have. It's a pleasure bringing you sports all around the world. Um, glad to get the support and love that I've been getting. Um, I am truly grateful for it. I will be back Tuesday to go over the NBA draft that's coming up next week. We're going to go over the, um, the NFL Week 10 Picks. Um, probably be some very good games this Sunday, and we're gonna get um, see what happened. Um, and we definitely gonna go over what happened Monday night. I'm looking forward to that one for sure. I'm looking forward to a lot of things next week. So I will see you Tuesday. Hope you guys have a good one. Peace out.